Alright, I got it. You ready? Yo, Krubies, this is an instant reaction video to Evil Dead Rise. I am joined by Erica from the Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming. It's a mouthful. Thank you. Hey, I'm here. You're here. And I got it correct. Yes. I'm on a, a roll. Plus, plus. Yes. yes. Twice in a row. Honestly, I've been dreading it all day. I'm not recording with you, obviously, but like having to say it, I was like, I'm going to screw it up again. It's okay. This time I know to stop you. So mm, just jump good. in, just jump in and yell and scream. But speaking we'll of do. screaming, how much screaming did you do at the theater watching Evil Dead Rise? Not as much as I anticipated and made you believe. Okay. But I did jump. I did. Do you, but, do you remember the scene of which you jumped the most? Honestly, no. Mm, okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't Sorry feel like there were a lot of jump scares. It was mostly like dreary, dread, like, like yes. cringy kind of horror, right? Yes. More, like I said, in, in all the talks we had about the marketing, it felt like a lot of it was going to be visual. Yeah. Scary. And there was a lot of what I like, which is the creeping around, right? Something yes. lingering behind your back, which I always find scary because it's almost home invasion. Right. You know, having somebody creeping behind you. So it it definitely had imagery and that what you said, dread going on. I agree. Which, I guess I didn't think about it until you just said it. It really did have like a home invasion aspect to it because we're out of the cab, which I mean, the opening scene is yep. at a cabin, obviously. And I should preface everything by saying there will be spoilers. We're going to talk about the movie. Um, yep. It's been like a week since it came out. You should have already seen it. Seth, who did not go see it. Um, <laughs> but I guess before we jump into that, before we dive into that, you know, the slogan of the podcast, what did you like it? Did what Overall, did yes. you like it? Yes, I liked it a lot. Did you? I loved it. I, I Okay. I went into it no pretty positive I was going to like it just based off of the trailer. I do have some qualms with it, but I think that happens with every movie, especially whenever yeah. we do this so often and have to kind of critique the movies, but um yeah. No, I really liked it. I think it was it did a great job of mixing the 2013-2014, which I always screw up that year. I forget which one it is. I think it's 13. <laughs> it's around that time. It's I don't remember. I, I think it's 13. I always call it the Jane Levy uh, Evil Dead, so or the Fetty Alvarez Evil Dead, but I think mm -hmm. they did a great job of mixing the Fetty Alv. This felt very much like it could have been in the same vein or the same universe as that Fetty, Fetty Alvarez, Jane Levy uh, Evil Dead. Yes, it did. I I thought the filming of this movie was fantastic, and it opens with a bang, and it's pretty much nonstop. Yes. In this movie, like there wasn't any parts where I was very bored at all. It kept me like very interested. And just to say it off the bat, it was gory. <laughs> yes. Very gory. Um, that I wasn't expecting, especially more towards the end. I was like, oh shit, that's <laughs> okay. We're we really elevated the gore, but it all felt right, you know, like it was all in the right places. I liked the vibe of the whole movie. I love that it took place in, instead of in a cabin, in the one place in the cabin, it took place in an apartment, which is your safe space, right? That's your home. You would think. You would think. And it felt more claustrophobic 
in the apartment than it ever did in a cabin, if that makes sense. I agree. I mean, I, I like the, again, I think it, this could be in the same vein as the Fede Alvarez version, but I think what they did a good job of was mixing the original movies with that Fede Alvarez version because you get some of the goofy kind of mm-hmm. off the wall humor type stuff, which the 2013 Fede Alvarez Evil Dead is very, very gory. It's very serious. It's just doom yeah. and gloom the whole time. They tried to mix in some comedy here and they're like at the beginning of it. And there were some other things that didn't really land in that movie because that movie was just so heavy. And I think this one does a better job of mixing that heaviness with that slapstick comedy that you get from like the Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell version of the evil dead. But I think where it really hits is that the very beginning, because you start out, you're at a cabin. So you're like, okay, it's evil dead. They're at a cabin naturally. Right. And it does a very slasher like thing where it it introduces you to these characters that you really don't need to know. They're there just to be killed off. Right. And yes, jumps right into it. I mean, you get that very small storyline at the beginning where it introduces the um, the deadites and then that freaking scalping scene, which is ridiculous right out of the gate. And Yeah. <laughs> that one had me like, oh my, I literally screamed like, <laughs> oh my God. Because it's the beginning five minutes, basically, maybe five, ten minutes. And I'm telling you, you just jump right in and I wasn't expecting that so soon and then she still walked around like can you even still walk around i was wondering in all these westerns right like they the indians always scout native americans whatever i don't want people jumping down my throat they scout people right and i'm I'm always like i don't think that would kill you it's just pulling skin off like if you pulled a huge chunk of skin off your back you wouldn't just die right like you may bleed out eventually but like that's I like that aspect of it because she didn't die. Yeah. She was like walking around and not to toot my own horn, but that opening scene title card where she is levitating, which you see in the trailer, which I, that's one of my qualms is how much they gave away in the trailer. Um, but you see her levitating over the water and Evil Dead comes up behind her and it is just so freaking loud. I loved it. <laughs> It was so, yes, the whole movie you were, I thought about you the whole time with that because yes, yes, the, it was super loud and I loved it because it just added so much, but that title card with the woman rising, you know, all like symbolic, right? Evil dead, right? It was just so great. I, I sat there like, okay, this is happening. Like (laughs) we're here for this. It was so well done. It was like blaring loud. And it was just perfect. I loved that's actually I know it's very simple, but it's one of the things I really loved because it sets it up for you right away. Agreed. It sets the tone and the pace for the entire movie, because with the exception of a little lull right after that, which you would probably expect because we get a whole new set of characters. Um, yeah. I mean, it jumps in right at that cabin scene. You get that huge evil dead rise. The title card rises up. It's loud and throughout the entire rest of the movie, like the score and the sound effects going on were all over the place. Like there'd be something like I thought people behind me were talking, but it was actually the way they have all the speakers set up and how they were panning back and forth between speakers. And there's certain sound effects like the cat in the vent would be over here, but then like people talking outside of the apartment building would be talking on this side. So you got like both of it going on, but then you have the audio of whoever's on screen talking in front of you. And it was just like, it was like a surreal, like it was almost like you were there and it was just so 
loud, which I anticipated based off of the trailer because they showed a lot. Of, and again, I have a qualm with that, which we'll get into. Um, they showed a lot of that in the trailer, which is what led me to believe that this was something people should see in theaters just solely based on the sound system. Absolutely. And that that's what it feels like. It felt like you were in the apartment with the family. And just for the record, you knew I was cheering for that cat. I was worried for you because I was like, that cat's going to get it. And yeah, that, you know what? There's some rumors out there. People are, there's some heated debates online, whether that cat survived or not. And I'm of the mindset that she's crawling through that vent where the cat was at. I don't think there's an ice cubes chance in hell that that cat survived. I'll be in denial and just accept that she survived or he it because I don't want it to die. We didn't see it. It didn't happen. That's true. <laughs> but, That's true. But even that whole scene with the what is that that the air vent and you hear it. It's just it was brilliant. If it's one thing that you take away from the movie is that the sound design is amazing and just the imagery. I can't wait to dive into the imagery of the mom in particular and certain things in the movie that have stayed with me. I still I'm still thinking about the movie from Sunday. Yeah, I watched it Sunday. And that's when I know I like a movie when I'm still thinking about it, digesting it and thinking that was a great movie experience. That's what I like in a horror movie at the theater. Have you liked it more since you left the theater thinking about it or because I personally I I loved as soon as it was over. I was like, dude, that that movie was fantastic. It um, I don't want to say it exceeded my expectations because I went into it. As you know, I already thought I was like, and I was talking shit about how I thought it was going to be really good. So yeah. I, I think it met my expectations, which for me, and I, you've probably heard me talk about this on the HMC podcast is I have a really bad habit of setting these really high expectations for mm. things and then they don't live up to it. And it's not that the movie was bad or that the, whatever it was, was bad. It was the fact that I set the bar too high and it was almost unachievable. Well, I think that speaks volumes for this because I did set that bar really high and it delivered. For me, I actually did end up liking it more as time has gone by. I still liked it coming out of the theater, but it's the more I thought about it, as a whole and just like i said the the imagery the sound and the story like and yes the mix of serious but it still had homages to the original evil dead that i just like it more like i want to see it again to catch other things and get scared again because i was scared see i don't know that i was ever scared because i mean let's just talk get it out of the way i felt like the trailer gave us pretty much everything that it did that happened in the movie. It showed you the beginning cabin scene, which I assumed that was either at the beginning or at the end. And it would end up being at the beginning and the end kind of. Um, but yeah, everything else really, I don't know why I was looking up in space. Like I just had this like prolific thought that ran through my head as you know, not that doesn't happen up here. Um, <laughs> I, I felt like the trailer showed everything. I mean, it did the the right the girl rising the Necronomicon. They showed the uh, the mom everything. The mom the, there was no surprises. The bathroom, the, bathroom, yeah. the wine glass scene, um, the hallway through the peephole. The, I guess the only thing they really didn't show. Well, no, they did show the final scene because you see her pick the chainsaw up all bloody. So, I guess they did show everything, which 
maybe why we didn't get another trailer very soon because they gave you everything in the first one. This is why everybody should follow Barbarian's footsteps and leave it (laughs) (laughs) semi, you know, a mystery because yes, and I think that's why I didn't have as many jump scares as I would have if I didn't watch the trailer because I knew um, when the little girl was looking through the peephole that her hand, the mom's hand was going to come out, mm-hmm. right? Because it was in the commercial, the bathroom scene. It doesn't take away from how impressive the scenes still, they they were anyway. Right. But it took away that extra element of surprise that that's what I like to go. But I will say, I mean, this is this whole thing is spoilers. I didn't expect the two the two kids to what is it get possessed because this is technically possession right i would yeah i would say they're possessed yes but in a manner of which you can't which i don't fully understand that because bruce campbell ash williams gets possessed in the second one or the third one there's one where he this happens to him but he somehow comes back from it so i i the whole time honestly i wasn't shocked that they got possessed or taken over i was shocked how it ended with them not coming back i just thought they i, I didn't think the mom was going to come back i thought the two kids would come back right but they mm-hmm. didn't um so i thought that was a little weird which i liked it i liked that they went all in on it and didn't kind of leave themselves like what scream six did with chad and mindy like they left themselves an opening to bring those characters back and they did yeah um yeah. yeah with this there's well with what happened to them there's no way those people are coming back <laughs> Hey, unless like Michael Myers, they make a hamburger. That's true. I, these things aren't even meat, though. They're just like blood. Uh, Ugh. That was gross. It was cool, but it was very gross. I'm like, ooh. I mm, thought it was mm-mm. awesome. And man, I I guess it does speak volumes that they gave you all of that in the trailer. And while it did take away the shock value of us not seeing it there when it happened, we already knew it was going to happen. I think it's a testament to the movie that it didn't take away from the movie any. Like, I don't think it added anything, but it didn't take anything away either because those scenes were so well done. They were. And that's why I'm saying, like, it still didn't take away anything from the movie. I just, I wish I had the element of surprise, but like, for example, those jump scares, right, that we saw in the trailer, they're great. One of my, but my favorite view in the movie was through the peephole. Okay, really? Because when you really, it addressed how creepy peoples can be. Like when when somebody knocks on your door or rings your ring, whatever form of knocking exists now, it's always who's going to be there. And the people or even your ring camera, they're distorted because they have that weird angle. That's true. So like when the mom was up against the peephole, like, not only was she scary as hell, but her face was like a fisheye. So she's distorted looking and it's yes. just like this very limited view. So you can be surprised by if something's coming from different angles, you you don't have a lot of viewing space. If that makes sense. It does. It does. The the thing I didn't like about it, I thought they used it too much. We were in that people scene too long and they, a lot of the deaths actually happened out in that hallway. and We didn't get to see them because everything was going through that. people but the the thing i liked about it was that you're getting that view through the very little i've got my i don't think i'm texting people while we're on here i'm trying to figure out who's like the cast members names but um 
IMDb is a real turd, but um, it can be the little girl. Her name is is it Bridget? Is she the little one? I, or Cassie? Cassie's the little one. Cassie. Bridget is the older one. So you're getting that fish scene. That fish scene. What the frick? The <laughs> peephole scene. That fish bowl. It's a fishbowl lens. The fishbowl scene through Cassie's view, the little girl, which I guess if you look at it from that angle or that aspect, that it kind of makes sense they didn't show everything because it's this little girl seeing it, right? Which you wouldn't want yep. her to see all that. But I think it was kind of a cop-out because we didn't get to see a lot of those deaths out in the hallway. We see what the aftermath of it, but I would have liked to yes. have seen. Not that they're, you know, this movie was very gory, very blood-heavy anyway. Um, so I guess we didn't really need it, but I would like to have seen what happened out in the hallway versus just seeing that one straight on view and her going in and out of the picture. And when you realize the massacre she has out there, I think yes. one of the neighbors, she had pulled both his arms off. Like she yeah. went to town out there once they focus in on that. But, but it's yes. So it is Cassie looking out. So from a kid's point of view, if you're looking at it from her, that is terrifying. Cause then it's left to mystery kind of, of right. what the hell's going on out there. Um, I just feel like it hadn't been done, at least to my knowledge. It's not like I've seen every horror movie out there. That's for sure. But it was cool that they went that angle. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a people. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I thank you. Somebody else out there is chuckling. Going Somebody up. just laughed so hard they drove their car off the road. Yes. Or spit out their coffee. I've done that. Or their bagel. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my other favorite uh, imagery in this movie is like I mentioned the back, the lingering, right? Um, I think it was Brid Bridget, right? So Bridget gets possessed, which again, I found shocking. I didn't expect the kids to become part of this. I thought it was okay. just going to be the mom. Somehow she'll get out of it. So the fact that not only the older daughter, but then the son also gets possessed was a great was a son, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, Danny. It's a great twist for me. Like, oh, great. We're actually getting other characters involved. It's not just going to be because I'm like, where, where are we going to get an hour and a half of just the mom? Right. You know, chasing the kids around. But when they they somehow you'd have to remind me now they kill kill. OK, quote unquote, mm -hmm. Bridget, and they tie her up on the bed to like make sure she doesn't get back up. But she does. And she walks around like an old school ghost. Yes. You know, like the, the sheet that she's covered with and it's all bloody and she's lingering behind her siblings. I love that. Or when the mom is creeping in from the vent yeah. in the background, because the sister has the headphones on, you can't hear anything. I think it, yeah, it was a sister as well. I loved it. Because that is very scary to me, like not knowing what's behind you because you're hyper focused on something else or right. it's creeping up behind you and just Bridget in that ghost sheet. Like it was great for me that it's clearly still lingering <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I mean, the, those two scenes and I think there was one other one, but it creates a lot of tension because like they yeah. don't see the person, but you do. Um mm -hmm. 
And then when she's coming out of the vent as well, did it bother you as much as it did me that the aunt went in the room and is listening to the, the Necronomicon on tape, which I really liked that they did it on record instead of uh, having somebody actually like physically read it out loud or whatever. Yeah. I, I really like the way that the Necronomicon, which I don't think they call it that in this movie. It's called something else. Um, but from what I've heard, there's supposed to be three versions of the book. The first version of the book is in Sam Raimi's uh, okay. Evil Dead. The second version of the book is in Fetty Alvarez's version of the Evil Dead. And then the fourth, the third, sorry, I can't count very well. I'm a hillbilly. The third <laughs> version is the one that's in this movie. So I'm wondering, okay. I forget what they called it in this. So they didn't call it the Necronomicon. So I'm wondering if they are going to somehow say these are different universes. Cause we saw in three that Ash travels to a different universe. So, or really it was yeah. more of a time travel type thing, but yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to somehow mix and mash all these together. Somehow, maybe you'll see Bruce Campbell, Jane Levy, and uh, the two that survived this movie together, or if they continue making these, uh, because from what I've heard is that they want to start doing these every, every other year, every two to three years, they're going to make a new one. So I wonder if they're just going to continue to build on this on different stories, or if they're going to end up eventually bringing these all together. But I like, long ass story short, I like the way they introduced the book. And I also liked yeah. how they turned it into like this record versus just having somebody read it. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, records sound creepy, right? In the right context. Right. I have a record player and hearing the little when you drop the needle yeah. and just the it's it just sounds old even though it's new music you could be hearing through it right it just adds that extra layer of of a scary sound versus if it was on your ipod right they even call that anymore on your phone sure iPod. i'm sure somebody has an ipod it's a thing i aged myself <laughs> yes <laughs> well, i mean it's a throwback to the first one because they there is i yeah. believe there's a record player in the first one because they're in that cabin and they find it and they listen to it but it's like a throwback but it's also uh, its own thing, I think. But did you like? Did you like that aspect of it? That that's how they found it. There's this earthquake, yeah. and it opens up. I I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I liked it, and I gotta say something else that freaked me out. It's it's trivial, but the when the kid finds the book and it's moving, and when he lifts the blanket and it's roaches, I I was like I screamed at that <laughs> because I'm terrified of them. I know they don't do anything, but they just... They're gross. They, they're gross. And to see that many, I literally put my hands... I i can't look at this. Yeah. It's disgusting. But I thought it was great because it's... You're at home safe. You think it's just a normal California day. You're having an earthquake. And it's not that. And the, the sun does exactly what you yell at your TV to do. Not to do, right? Right. Why are you picking that book up? What are you doing? Leave that shit alone. I mean, the minute he opened it and saw like the picture with the priests and all these. Yes. I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> Dude, okay. I would not have even went down there. But like true. Your screaming <laughs> reaction about the roaches was the exact same reaction I had when they dropped the pizza. I was like, no, not the pizza. Right? I was upset. I did too. I was upset, dude. I almost threw my popcorn and left the theater, but I had to push through so that I could do this instant reaction video. So if it hadn't been for this, I may have left. I was so upset. that I'm like, come on. You're clearly hurting for money. She sent you out to get the pizza so she can have some time to update her sister on what's going on. Then you drop the pizza. I'm going to take it a little bit further. 
with the pizza. Okay. Because it is a sh- I love pizza, so that's that sucks that that fell. But technically, it stayed in the box. It did. So take it. I would have eaten it. Honestly, I'm not even gonna I, lie. Okay. I would have eaten it. I would have eaten it. There was because they opened it and it was just that the cheese. Yeah. Like was stuck on the lid. Like just. And you know what? It. Honestly, that's there. That's a bad order because they just ordered a cheese pizza. I'm sorry. I, okay, they had the little girl, so never mind. I'll, I'll backtrack on that. But I would imagine if you got like a Supreme or if you got like a Meat Lovers pizza or maybe some more toppings on that guy, it would have bounced off the top of the box and not stuck to the box, right? You got your little grease going. It's a pizza. Come on. I know. The grease makes it slip and slide See, against that box. It would have slid right off of the box. But So I noticed that too. I would have. I said it in my head, too. I'm like, uh, I would have picked up that box. Okay. Me like, too. They could have brought that pizza to the movie theater I was at, and I would have eaten it. And it was probably from like 12 months ago when they recorded. I still would have eaten it because I love pizza. Hands down. Yeah. I'm ready. 100%. I have some pizza now. Somebody send us some pizza. Dude, I would love some pizza. It's a low-carb day for me. I should have worn my purple shirt. Um, <laughs> so feel free to disagree. Or if you have a different candidate, please throw them out there. But I think... The mom, I th- was her name Ellie Catherine. I forget her name. The mom, Ellie, Ellie, Ellie took the show, dude. Looked yeah. fantastic. The acting was great, super creepy, uh, and was also funny at times. Like, there's a few times she's actually funny, which I think is again a throwback to the originals. And they brought some of that slapstick humor into it. There's the eyeball scene, which is funny. Um, so I I think for me she probably stole the show for me, uh, but I did like the Aunt Beth as well. She's probably a second, but the mom takes the cake for me in terms of the star of the show. Oh yeah, she she. So that was something I left the theater with. Is that the mom stole the show? The other characters, I was not fond of even the the sister won me over at the end because the whole ending with her she was a badass it was great with a chainsaw and and everything but like the kids i was like (laughs) i mean you can die it's okay (laughs) go for it dude i don't know it was um they just didn't convince me the the, maybe it was the acting but the kids i were i didn't really feel anything towards and like i said at least the sister she started off kind of meh yeah. to me maybe th- that could have been the point um because she transformed in the movie so to speak but the mom and the makeup on the mom was fantastic because that's with the original of course it's also because it's 1980 whatever right. it is for the original the makeup is questionable now but in this one it was just it was simple but it was enough yeah that i mean she's still like there for me Right. You can definitely tell they didn't, and I'm glad they didn't use CGI. At least it doesn't appear mm-hmm. that they did. It was a, seemed very practical. Um, yeah. The only scene that looked, in my opinion, bad that was CGI was the very beginning when that head flies up on the dock and you see the mouth moving. Yeah. That's not it. So there was two things. That was the first one. That as soon as that happened at the beginning, the head flies up on the dock. It was bad CGI. I was like, oh no, I hope this isn't like what we're we're in for, which we weren't. Yeah. The rest of it was, was fantastic. Um, and then we show up when the sister is like this female guitar tech who Mm -hmm. is wanting to become the lead guitar tech. She'd be the first female to ever do it. Uh, which is cool. 
then you get the one daughter is a protester. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the other, the brother who is played by a transgender actor and mm-hmm. is the name is Danny. And is like a DJ, like hyping up the crowd. I'm like, there's going to be social commentary all over this movie. And it's going to ruin yeah. the movie. And there wasn't any of it after that. Like you no. meet the people. But at first I was like, Oh no, mm-hmm. is this where, is this where we're going with this movie? And then it, it surprised me that they didn't do it, which I think is great. They they didn't. Um, I was ready for it too. Once I realized who the character, even the mom, in a way, she's a single mom, but she's a tattoo artist. That's not something right you see a lot in movies, which was cool. Even that was different, but I think that was their own way to make the social commentary. But that's it. Like they're just giving you this different set of people. But that's it. That's where it ended and it yes. didn't like dive into anything else to make it like a I'm gonna just say it, a Jordan Peele kind of movie. I'm glad you said it, because if you were I was going to because like oh, okay, there you go. Because I was like, you know, and- Oh god, if this turns into the new Candyman movie, I'm gonna puke. But like it it did it. Like I think it did it no. tastefully in in yeah. the sense that it's adding all these things and it's inclusive while not cramming it down your throat, right? Exactly. Yeah, you said it much better than I did, but exactly. (laughs) It's inclusive, but not feeding you to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to throw away my popcorn now. And it it takes away from the horror aspect of it. Yes. So I but again, the the head at the beginning, the bad CGI, I was like, oh, no, here we go. And then it like progresses into that because it was like back to back. Right. Because like that happens and it cuts to this new family you're meeting and the girls uh, taking the pregnancy test, she immediately meets the family. You find out the dad had left, and the single mom's trying to make it. They're getting kicked out of their building. Like it's everything you could. Sh- any, it's like a shitty situation all around, and like it just keeps kicking you in the nuts, right? No, in, me in the nuts. Um, and yeah. so it's like, where is this going? And then it just turns around, and it is a horror movie, which is what I can't. What I went to see, and but again, at the same time, I think it did it tastefully. It it was inclusive but it still told a really good story without having it like over the top. So I commend it for that as well. That was something else I really enjoyed about it was the fact that it was able to achieve that without, you know, pushing it too much. Agree. Do you think now that, cause we're talking about it, do you think the head that it looked cheesy? Do you think it was on purpose because of the old ones having some, well, I don't think the old ones were trying to be cheesy, but like Army of Darkness is. So maybe it was. I don't know if that makes it a little better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because the 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 original three hang their hat so much on that yeah. they did everything practically, and like the first one, their budget was so small they were using like oatmeal and mm-hmm. all kinds of things, like spaghetti and like this cheese, anything they get their hands on to make it look like, uh, you know disgusting and gross so yeah uh, my guess is that and i don't know this for a fact i could be completely off base but my guess is they probably tried to fix that in posts like something was probably wrong with that and they were trying to fix it in posts and that's the best they could get it yeah um good thing it was only at the beginning the the alternative would <laughs> would have been to have taken it out altogether, and i don't think it would have taken anything away from that scene if that head didn't or even if you see the head fly up and bounce and go back in the water because you know, would have known it was a head, right? So I don't think it would have... 
I don't know. I, to answer your question, truthfully, I don't know <laughs> stylistically what yeah. they were going for there. It's just I, and maybe you noticed it, so we both noticed yeah. it. So I'm sure everybody else did, but it's forgettable. Honestly, if we weren't doing this podcast talking about it right now, I would have. That wouldn't be something I would even point out to people, right? It's just that I have to because you know I can't just sit we're here talking and, about it exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's completely over. Lookable. I don't think that's a word, but we just made it one. I did. We did. The good thing <laughs> is, like that happens, then you get that title card where it rises up, and it's fantastic. And I loved it. But let's jump to the ending scene because I think the ending scene is was much needed because we start at the cabin, and then the remainder of the movie is in that apartment, and it is very yes. claustrophobic. It feels very much like the first and the second ones where they're in that cabin most of the time, and you get those. Uh, the other thing I liked is that they did like the fur, uh, the real close up view. I'm look like John Cena over here, the wrestler. Um, you get that view of their like face and they're running and it's all like bobbly and, and stuff like they do in the Sam Raimi versions. Um, yeah. But again, it's very claustrophobic and I think we needed to get out of that apartment. And I really liked it where it ended up in that parking garage, kind of where it all started. It comes around full circle, but that section of it is very reminiscent of, Fetty Alvarez's version with the blood rain and Jane Levy getting her arm stuck under the car. But what was your thoughts on the final scene and then the creature that we get at the very end? So the creature was a little iffy for me. It was a little too creature-y, right? But it didn't bother me to a point where I'm like, kind of like the head, all right, it's, it's there. But I thought the ending scene was fantastic. I that's where I liked where the sister I forgot her name where the sister really stood up. I liked the homages here. She had the chainsaw. And then when she's like, I don't know if she was pointing the gun or the chainsaw at the creature and she says, come get some. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it's Ash, (laughs) but not. And it was just it's those little things for fans that I liked. And it's it was the perfect tasteful way to do it without it being so much in your face and parking garages are creepy. So yes, you are coming full circle because that's where the book was found, but it's also because I think parking garages are creepy. Those tree cutter. Isn't that what that is? Like a a wood chipper. Yes. A wood chipper. Yep. Those things are scary as hell. And I thought that was used really well. And the gore was insane. I really wasn't expecting that. Like, and after watching Terrifier 2, I don't think anything gets worse than that. <laughs> like, that one was very traumatizing. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. But it was so well done. Like, it was just like you can feel when she's killing this thing with the chainsaw, like getting it in her head. I was like with her. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> get it in there. And then when you realize that they're going to throw her, throw this thing in the in the wood chipper, I was like these bitches are never coming back. Never dude. Like, they are never coming back. They can't. Um, and I, I honestly did think though, because of the way, um, the creature did say, and the, the dead people in the hallway said dead by dawn. Yeah. I really thought they were going to get killed. Everybody. I really didn't think they were going to escape, but we don't know either. Right. Right. Technically, well, we don't know. That's true. I don't understand. 
a few things. So I guess first, I also really enjoyed the final scene. I think they needed to get out of the apartment. And I like where it yep. ended. I like the Dead by Dawn scene as well. That's another throwback to the mm-hmm. original. And I like the way it, that was just so overbearing in the theater. It was so that loud. was loud, so loud. Yeah. I liked the creature. I thought it was different. I think they needed something to separate because again, they need something that's their own. Yes, they're not yeah. at the cabin. That is their own thing, and that's different from the other movies. But like that creature, I think really gave them something of their own. Um, and I like that, like you're getting to see different aspects of the book because that's, we haven't seen that before. Um, mm-hmm. Did it look a little weird? Kind of. Um, was it a little over the top? Probably. But I mean, at this point, like I, I'm okay with it. I, I did really like it. The one thing the final scene did to me and tugged at my heartstrings was when they're trying to get underneath that, that door, that gate door. And oh yeah. I was like, okay, the little girl's going to make it out and she's going to pull the the aunt back in. But I think her name's Beth, but I could be wrong. Um, I think it is Beth. They're, they're going to pull her back in, but what happens is, is the aunt gets out and they pull the little girl in. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're going to kill this little girl. And obviously yeah. that doesn't happen, but it made me think that it could. And I think that also mm-hmm. speaks volumes to this movie that I would even think that they would go there. And I... If they did, I wouldn't have been shocked. Honestly, I wouldn't have been mad if they did, but they didn't, and I'm okay with that too. I and that's where I, because it kind of gave me the the Game of Thrones thing. Like, okay, they got the two kids. All bets are off. I mean, they mm-hmm. killed the whole floor, so there is a chance that everyone, especially with that dead by, I was going to say uh, daylight, but that's that's a video game. But dead by dawn, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh. Th- this is like a curse, right? It's a possession. Right. It's a curse. It's the book. This is stronger than anything out there. It's going to get everybody by dawn. Yeah. But I would have been okay with them dying as well because it would have played into that nobody is safe. But I think this opens the door to make more movies because they have survived. What? Well, I want to know what happened to them right? because can they escape this thing? Cause according to the book, you can't. Right. Unless right? maybe since it's went into this other girl, which we see. So basically mm-hmm. the ant kills the demon. They push it. She pushes it through the wood chipper. And mm-hmm. I felt terrible for that little girl also. Cause she's sitting there watching her mom and sister or mom, sister and brother yeah. be, being killed. Right. By her aunt. But it's obviously not really them. Um, and they were trying to hurt them anyway. I mean, so I can see, but again, the little kid trying to process all that has got to be excruciatingly yeah. hard. But so I felt bad for her there, but then it was like, okay, so it comes around full circle, which is really cool because you start at the cabin at the beginning of the movie and then it does tell you one day prior. So you, you yes. know, you go back in time, but then you see that girl from the beginning who's possessed come down into the parking garage and you see the demon spirit flying through the parking garage and obviously takes her over. So does that, in my mind, that would mean that it has now went on to somebody else and the people that it was after before? Because I don't think the demon necessarily cares about the people it's after. I think that it just wants to kill and continue to, to possess, right? Which I think now it has done that. And it's with these other people, which we see that per- that girl killed both the people that were with her. So it'd be interesting to see where it goes from there. But I agree with you. I think they've left the door open to either continue the storyline with these two characters, the aunt and the, the daughter, or 
they could do something completely different and just tell another story from from the Necronomicon or which that's not what it's called in this, but or even mix them all together and we I would love to see the you know Ash character, the Jane Levy character, and then these characters all together. Maybe they come and they try to end this thing once and for all or whatever. But it'd be it'll be interesting to see what route they go. Um but I love the movie. I would hope they keep making more. It seems like they plan to, and I'm here for it. So they could do one of these every year, and I would go watch it. So what I what I liked is, yes, the it started with the cabin. You go back in time by a day. And the whole movie, you're wondering, how is this connecting? Right? Because it's right. very different. And once it connects, you're like, oh, okay. I like how they did that. They connected it so well. It made sense. Now... The girl who's in the cabin, right? She's roaming, free. Yes. Possessed. Right. So if Beth, if that is her name, and Cass escape, maybe they hear about this because now this free roaming possessed person is going to make the news somehow. And they're going to go, hmm, that sounded like mom and our brothers and sisters. (laughs) And then they recruit Ash and then... You know, I mean, you can take this in so many directions, which is what makes it fun. They can potentially play around with something like that, like that they're out to hunt this thing down or maybe it ends up chasing them anyway. Somehow it's exciting. Like it's it's fun to think about what they can do. And I think they ended it spot on. Yeah, I love how she goes back and picks up the chainsaw like they're walking out of the garage and she goes back and picks up the chainsaw and mm-hmm. then that's that's when you see the girl come down, et cetera. But yeah, I don't, it'll be interesting to see how they could... Because there's a few different ways in my mind they could tie it together. I honestly, what I thought was going to happen is that they were going to you know slaughter this thing through the wood chipper. They mm-hmm. were going to get the book and then they were going to take it out and like bury it in the woods or something to that effect. And then that's how they, that other group was going to find it. Or, you know, they put, maybe they, they Airbnb that cabin and leave the book in the cabin. (laughs) I don't know. But then you see that girl come out and I was like, Oh, this is how they're going to do it. Which I found fairly odd that that girl, she was on like a different floor, I think, but she didn't hear any of this going on. I did wonder that as well. She, so they, this whole took place on the 14th floor. And I think, think that girl came out of the six mm. but you're still in the same build i mean that shit's pretty loud and shotgun is pretty loud the elevator falling but or because it's this you know evil thing maybe it like blocked mm. maybe because you know, they, they you have know powers. what the f- Four, which was weird because the power went out of the building right or maybe it was just yeah. their floor but the 14th floor the the stairs were demolished and yes. the elevator fell all the way down. So I guess she would have no idea what was going on in the stairwell or because her, she couldn't get the elevator to work. So, okay, I'll buy it. She could come out of the sixth and go into the parking garage and probably not have seen any of it. So, okay. I guess, I'll, but that I'll would be it. so loud. I agree. Just the elevator falling would be. Yeah, I would think so. I would think maybe she was out at Walmart getting stuff ready for her trip. So she wasn't even there. I bet that was, that what could it was. be it. Yeah. That could be it. Uh, would cause you mentioned the, the book and the wood chipper. What if you took the book and put it through the wood chipper? Would that destroy it? Like I, forever? I think it would destroy the wood chipper. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, it's then, that indestructible. Yeah, and then this okay. guy who's dead, so it doesn't matter, he would be out of wood chipper. So then you'd have to file an insurance sure. claim. It'd be a huge ordeal. I would not suggest putting the Book of the Dead through a wood chipper. Just my personal opinion. Okay. But okay. what do I know? So, again, I love the movie. I would love to see more of these made. I hope they sound like they're going to continue to do more. I hope they continue to do more, um, but I'm here for it, and I'm anxious to see where they take it, whether they continue this story, start a new story, or they mix all three together. Um, I don't know. What's your take? What would you like to see them do? Same here. Um, I'd like to see Ash for sure come back because I, I really do think he is like the face of this kind of, what is it, legacy character? Yes. Ah, see, you learn a lot from screen <laughs> movies. I agree. Everybody could. I that whole thing, I love it. So I would like to see that combination. And just what you're saying, mixing universes would be fun because the the premise of Evil Dead is because it is possession. It's kind of um, fantastical-ish. Like, yeah. so you can, it would make sense, right? Versus, uh, a f- oh, no, Freddy Krueger isn't, like a Michael Myers where it, wouldn't make sense because he's in real life. Right. He's a real life person, let's say. So I can see them going off with it, but hopefully not too much that it becomes like dumb, <laughs> if that makes sense. I mean, there's the possibility for that. I agree. It could definitely happen. Or they make it an opposite, like a horror comedy would be fun too. Like they could do a lot with this because of the different types of Evil Dead that they've already made so they can really make this whatever they want. I'm here for it. I'm excited. I think this is definitely worth going to the theater for once. I actually went and saw something in the theater. That is true. (laughs) And was it not worth it? It definitely was worth it. Okay. So I recommend it. I think it's fun. I want to watch it again. Everyone go and see it, especially if you're a horror fan for the visuals and just the sound design alone. A plus. I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I think I called it about the sound. So it's worth going to see in theaters just for the sound. But honestly, the whole thing is an experience. So I agree with everything you just said. And I definitely suggest going to see it in theaters while it's still out. If not, mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably watch it at home and still have a good time with it. But I think you're going to be missing it. that. That sound design, dude, is just through the roof. Like it's. For that alone, it is worth spending the twelve, fifteen dollars to go see it. So, dead by dawn. Dead, dead by, by dawn. Dawn. <gasps> Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? The only question I have: mm-hmm. if they're getting possessed by blood, mm-hmm. like blood contact, why didn't they get infected, infect, possessed in the elevator? I don't know that it's the blood that does it, right? I no. think it's. Or is it a cut? Because uh, the one the the older daughter gets the tattoo machine to the cheek, right? And then doesn't the mom like lick it? I think, yeah, she does something, and then the brother. I think he gets, well, he gets stabbed in the arm. But then the the sister like bleed bleeds on him or vomits on him. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But in 2013, mm. Jane Levy gets possessed by the demon. She's the first one that gets possessed, right? And then they lock her in the basement, and then she comes back, yeah. and she's fine. So I don't know. I don't know thought. the rules. I don't think there's any rules yeah. to this. Like, it's not. Probably not. 
But maybe that was we my... need. To, you know what the problem is? They don't have a Randy. If they had a Randy. He would lay out the rules. For and sure. Then, then we would know. Oh, we need Randy every day of the week. I agree. <laughs> I agree. He was taken from us too soon. He was. Hashtag right. too soon. R.I.P. Randy. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> but no, other I'm than sorry. that, that was my last question that left actually both of us like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But at the same time, it's fine. It's a horror movie. Sometimes there is no explanation or rules. So, That's true. I wonder if they you have to die. Like maybe Bridget, I think that was her name, the sister died from infection maybe that quickly. Probably not, but maybe that's what happened. <laughs> the brother, I'm not really sure either. I, the answer to your question is I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. That just means you have to rewatch it. I will and do a lot of research. Great. Thank you. We'll, right. we'll readdress it later. <laughs> I'm sure we will because you're not getting rid of me. Once we hit end on this, we're going to start it in the news episode. So... We'll wrap we're up. We'll, we're in. I'll wrap. We will wrap up uh, this instant reaction video, which was not very instant, but you're welcome, everybody. You got even more time with us. So we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.